How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Everything Everywhere on Mike, episode number. Mike, episode number 14. I think I, I like forget now, it's kind of bad. Uh, yeah, 14. Uh, I'm joined by my friend, longtime friend, uh, special guest today, Tristan. Tristan, how are we, man? I'm doing great, Will. How are you? Pretty good, man. It's happy to talk to you again. It's been a minute, so yeah, thanks for having me course, on, man. man. I'm excited, of course, man. And uh, yeah, it's like another better time to feel like do this, you know, it's the holidays, the spirits high, at least for some people um yeah for sure yeah yeah uh definitely so tristan so you're obviously an artist man um and you've been doing it for a while i don't know the exact amount of years but i think one of your first videos you posted uh, one of your songs was like i think it was like 2017 um so i guess my first question is like how did you start like how did you say like hey like i'm actually like pretty good at this like because you play and you also play multiple instruments so like I guess kind of like, how did you start? What was your first instrument that you played? Okay, that's a that's a good good question to start with. Um, so I've been playing music for about I'm 24, so about about 13 years now. I um, wow, I started maybe it's 14, 13 or 14 years. I started in like fifth grade. Um, so growing up, my dad uh was a musician around the house, so my whole life has basically been music or in sports. Since I was a kid, I you know I played baseball very competitively for a very long time, and then and when I noticed that I was going to be a smaller than average person in general in terms of height and in my weight and stuff, I I transitioned out of sports and into music because I was interested in both all the time. My dad always had stuff around the house, so in fifth grade I picked up the saxophone and I started I started with playing the saxophone and I was a singer at the time. Um, okay, okay. So I did that. And I was just alto sax, and I sang at like the local talent shows, but I didn't do much else until about sixth or seventh grade. I picked up the guitar, and I've just been uh, been going hard with music ever since. Uh, in high school, I probably skipped too many classes to work on music <laughs> than I should have. Awesome. But um, you know, I went, I went, and I went to school for music, and basically what I was there for. I mean, when I I I got I actually got homeschooled halfway through my senior year because of just a bunch of stuff happened in my life and I ended up failing a math class okay. just because there was okay. a bunch of stuff going on. And I, I kept going to the school for like the band programs and like the talent shows and stuff. Music right. related. I was just, I was just there all the time for music. And then I ended up going to music school for college for, for a, a little bit, but nobody finishes music school really, unless you're like right. going to go for a teacher and stuff. So I did not go for um, public school teaching, but I've been playing music for about 14 years and it's mostly because of my father. And then obviously, like, I started picking up guitar because I, I used to be really into Green Day uh, back in the day. Okay, okay. Um, and um, they, they were the reasons that I kind of wanted to get on stage and start playing rock music. And then my tastes have, I still like Green Day, but my tastes have changed. They're not my favorite band of all time anymore, but they're a big, big part of why I started taking music so seriously. Okay. So. I think around around I was probably 16 when I realized, hey, I'm pretty good at this. I could probably yeah. Yeah. do this as like a right. as like a career and just locally, you know, it's 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 something I take a lot of pride in. And it's a lot of fun. So that was a yeah. good question. I hope I uh, hope I didn't ramble oh, too yeah, much. No, any, no, anything I didn't cover. No, you didn't ramble too much, and yeah, it's respectable actually because you kind of got into my what my second question was going to be, and that was like, who are your influences? You said one was your dad, and then Green Day. So that's really cool, man. I think. Uh, 
I think it's definitely something that you should take pride in because I tell my other friends who play like music, it's very, it's not easy. Like in my opinion, some, a lot of the people who, who play instruments, I, they say it's easy, but I tell them, I'm like, that's like something like not everyone can do. And it's impressive to me. Like, cause you also have to like know how to read notes and have that like kind of like mind to read to actually be able to like not only read notes, but I guess, you know, probably make your own something, make something that sounds good. Right. Like it's not easy. You got to appeal people. So that's awesome. Yeah. So you said guitar was your first, right? Guitar. Uh, well, saxophone was my first, saxophone but then I, I really first. got into guitar. Um, a- after that, um, to answer your question about influences, like I over the years too, though I've grown. Like I've had other artists become massive, massive influences in my life. Okay. Like okay. very recently, I became a really, really massive Beatles fan. Um, I'm a big fan of the band Muse, as you know. Um, yep. they're like probably yep. like my biggest influence ever. Um. So that was just to, to add a couple more to that list. And then um, to your point on um, real quick on on like reading notes and stuff and instruments being difficult. I, I personally like like to consider it kind of like its own separate language because it uses that same kind of like the way that you learn music is kind of the same way you learn a language. It's like repetition and like learning what everything means and how to read specific notes and stuff like that. And a lot of people consider it the you know, quote unquote universal language. Cause I, there's a lot of videos you can find online of like different cultures coming together, not knowing mm-hmm. how to talk to each other, but communicating through music. So to me, that's like something that's super cool. Like I love watching like right. videos of just these like underprivileged countries, just like coming together with music and like playing music, just right. like in circles and stuff. It's really cool and heartwarming to see that. But yeah, no yeah. So saxophone was my, yeah. my first instrument. Okay, saxophone. And you, so you play saxophone. You play guitar. You play piano, right? You I do. Piano, I do play. I'm not. A, I'm trumpet. not. I I played. Trumpet. I'm not a trumpet player, but I can. Okay. I can. I can fumble around. I, I'm. Yeah. Mostly sax, guitar, and singing, but I can play bass. I can also play piano. I don't. I don't. I don't know enough piano to teach it, but I can teach the bass, guitar, yeah. or saxophone, and I can oh, sing. Wow. I, I was a. That's awesome. I was a vocal yes, coach for a little yes, bit. Of course, of course, man. Um, that's awesome. So, so out of the instruments that you've played and you don't have to like, this doesn't have to be like an instrument that you still play. It could be like, you just tried it. What was your, what's your favorite? I'm like, what say like, I'm going to put it like this, say like, I don't know, you're having some friends over. It's like one of those nights by the fire, some drinks. Like, are you pulling out the guitar? Are you pulling out something else? Like, what are you pulling out on one of those nights? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably pulling out the guitar. I feel like it's yeah. just the most universally, like it's the easiest to kind of just pick up and like jam out a song on for people mm-hmm. um it's pretty it's you know it's just like it's always there it's easily accessible like i have multiple around the house so i can try to i just there's one i keep in my car consistently that isn't it's not oh, as okay. it's not as nice as the one that i gig with and stuff but the one i uh the one i keep in my car i just i bring out like i'm at a person's a friend's house we're having a fire we're sitting out uh just in the living room or whatever I'll, I'll break out that guitar i'll start jamming um i'll bring it to like if you know if i'm at work and i know i have like an appointment that i shouldn't go home before i'll just start and i'll just play and like i'll open my trunk and i'll sit in the back of my car and play the guitar stuff like that or like we're having a christmas party where i work on wednesday i'm probably gonna break out the guitar there i'll just have it with me all the time yeah dude that's so nice man you know yeah uh, another thing too man you got to get around the old people tristan like go to a restaurant and like do some live i mean they love it bro like you you start playing like some old bangers do it they'll they'll love your thing oh yeah (laughs) Big hits. Uh, Billy Joel's a big hit with the oh, old people. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Billy Joel, what, Bob Dylan. Like. Oh, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. You know, do some Frankie Valley. Some, the Beatles go far with, with everyone, too. But a lot of, like, uh, older generation love, like, the old, like, early 60s Beatles songs, I've noticed. 
That's awesome. So I guess that gets into the, okay, wait. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll, we'll go with this one. So you kind of named, obviously, a few names. But if you had to pick your favorite artist of all time, who would it be? Definitely. Because um, you probably, I mean, most a lot of people have multiple favorites. So you don't, it doesn't like you have to be your number one, but like one of them. When, you, when someone asks you that, like what, who comes to mind first, I guess. So I'm, I'm going to talk about two different bands for different reasons. Um, I'm going to talk about Muse because, first because Muse has been my favorite band since I was probably a junior in high school. Okay. Um, that band means a lot to me. It's a deep story that I don't need to get into on the pod, but they mean a lot to me personally and musically. Um, that band is, they're, they're a modern rock band. They started in 99. They, they have their newest album just came out in uh, 2022. Um, okay. They do a lot of stuff with mixing genres together. So the, the lead singer's name is Matt Bellamy. He's a trained classical pianist, a trained jazz guitarist, and he's a trained vocalist. And he takes all the stuff that he knows about all the other genres and kind of like melds, mends it together with, with a lot of rock. So they're, they're a rock band at heart. But like, there's a lot of influences there that you can kind of you can kind of hear within their music. That's like, they have this one album where it's very piano heavy, and he plays a lot of classical piano lines in it. There's one album that's really okay. guitar heavy and metal influenced. There's another album that's like retro wave themed. Interesting. So that band has a lot of talent, and that right, band just needs a lot of personal. Crazy. Feels like they do like yeah. multiple different genres. I mean, that's what like I feel like with you, man. Like I, I think you could really do like multiple different things. Like I don't think like you're just strictly like a guitar player because you can sing, you can do guitar, like piano, whatever. Like you know what I mean? Like that's what. And you also like we've talked about like you know, like taste and stuff, and like tried to, and I tried to um, listen to some of the stuff that you're posting before I record this, and I can kind of see with what you play how it kind of fits with that. You know what I mean? Like it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I, so I, I guess to, I could kind of. Sorry, what were you yeah, going to say? No, you're good, man. Um, I was just to say I try to, yeah, I try to like when I write stuff specifically, I try to like tap into like what I listen to to like get the point across. Like this is what makes me, you know, kind of into music in general, and then I kind of try to put my own spin on that influence, and then make make something of my own, which is where I was going to bring up the next band. Um. Very recently, back in the so I grew up. My parents don't love the Beatles, so I grew up not really listening to the Beatles. And then I very recently yeah. discovered how extremely important and extremely good and talented the Beatles were and are the, the ones that are remaining. And uh, that that band has climbed my list of. They're definitely like a top two favorite band of mine. And a lot of stuff that they do, like you're still hearing. Like if they they didn't come around, somebody would have done it. But the fact that they were doing it in the early '60s, like doubling vocals on their uh, production like Paul McCartney would re-record the same vocal part like two or three times just to make it have wow. layers because they didn't have like you couldn't copy and paste stuff back then in the 60s right. so they would re-record it twice right. they had like three four part harmonies on songs that you weren't really hearing like the Beach Boys started it a little bit before them and like Chuck Berry started the rock but they kind of like took both and kind of in my opinion kind of perfected it and that's why artists yeah. like Billy Joel came along after that and then you know Queen with their harmonies came along after that and you're still kind of like not in pop today, like they're still not doing some of the things that the Beatles kind of brought to the forefront. And it's like, if you go back and listen to the album Revolver, uh, it's from 1965. Like that album really sounds like it could have been made today. And that's kind of the stuff that, like, like I want to like tap into like that kind of creativeness in terms of like they were like doing stuff that nobody had attempted back way in the 60s. And like, right. it's just so impressive to go back and listen to now some of the chord progressions and stuff. I'm trying to like not get into super music nerd no you're good, here, you're but, good. no you're good it's interesting for sure 
yeah, I'm a big, big advocate for the for the Beatles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I was gonna say you brought up the Beatles and how your parents didn't really like them, but like, dude, I used to like look at old. You look at like old clips from the Beatles, like going around on tour and stuff, and I mean, Jesus, people were upset. Like, I don't know if they had. I don't know if there's a band that has more of a had more of a cult following than the Beatles did, man. Because like, I yeah, it was just you. insane. Like, I the mean, you would thing- see the. Sorry, you can or, you can finish. Right yeah, now. like you would see like videos of, of these women and, and people passing out when they saw them around, like or even just yeah. heard them. Like so they're like full out passing out. It's like, yeah, these people love the Beatles. Like, oh, like I don't know, it's it's close up there. Like I would say there's probably some other fan bases that are close, but like I don't know, man. The Beatles are I was so gonna say, worldwide. I was gonna say like Taylor Swift lately has oh, kind yeah, of almost sure, reached sure. almost reached that peak. Like in almost. terms of Cultural in terms of everyone knowing her, I'd say. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if everyone, of- I don't know if she has as many, like everyone, because you know what I mean? The Beatles, like everybody. And then Swift is like, you have like that kind of, you can kind of tell like her fans, like what that those kind of people are. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's a certain fan base. But yeah. Well, Taylor. Everybody. Like you got the grandma listening to it, the, the mom, the fucking ki- kids. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I could just be mistaken, but I well, I think Taylor. Taylor Swift has social media to her advantage where the Beatles didn't. So it might, it, it probably seems, it probably seems like Taylor Swift has that kind of, you know, exposure and popularity now because, you know, it's like in one second, I could take it. If I walked past Taylor Swift, I could snap a picture of her and be right. like, hey, Taylor Swift walked by this place. And then everyone knows Taylor Swift was there, you know, mm-hmm. but the Beatles, it's yeah. like the reason it was so impressive for them is because like there wasn't social media and everybody knew who they were still. You know what I mean? Like they could. Right. Like nothing could get leaked back then, and people were still like eagerly awaiting. Like they, there was a they had to stop touring after um right when Abbey Road came out because people screamed so loud at their shows because there were so many people there that they couldn't oh, hear themselves I on stage. Yeah, so weird. it's like like that's not happening anymore. You know what I mean? It's just it's like no, back back then in never. the 60s, like they, they, you couldn't you couldn't go on the computer and look at what have the Beatles done this like what new recent today news on the Beatles right, like, right now I yeah, can go on no. the internet and say what's Taylor Swift up to right now and I'm sure like yeah and see what she it. said like you're not gonna see what like Paul McCartney said over at a coffee shop like, you're like, you but, know what I mean but there still were super like everybody still knew who they were without no, having yeah. easily instant 24 7 access so that's kind of that's kind of impressive to say especially back in the 60s when like or until the Beatles came along and now it happens a lot more obviously but I'd say the Beatles, Grateful Dead, kind of started that. Interesting, that for sure. That it was just that's when it started. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. Um, I was gonna talk about. I had this written down here in my notes. I was gonna talk about your uh. So on your Instagram, like you you posted a song that was custom or not custom, but it was a like your solo. And then I went to go find it last night, and you deleted it, Tristan. Man, what happened, bro? <laughs> I think you deleted it. Oh, I, mean, I, I think I archived time. it because um. Oh, okay. I archived I thought it, was it really because good, I'm so. I'm working on uh, I'm working on putting it on an album, so I wanted I wanted uh, a special release to come out. I think. Oh, I still so have you it just released that? So you just dude, that's on. I do on, have it archived. You have an album so I didn't delete out. it. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not sure if I have a release date, but I am working on a. I'm working on a Ooh. folk, like a folk Americana kind of styled album. Well, dude, that I can't wait be on it. To and, that, um, I think oh, I'm gonna be yeah. adding a couple covers to it. Dude, that's yeah, gonna be I'm awesome. excited. I'm excited it's be, for that. It's gonna be fun. Um, I'm trying to get trying to get a couple of my f- couple of collabs on it too. I'm hoping. We'll oh, see I'm what sure you can. That, but yeah, I'm sure you can. It's gonna be a lot sure, of fun. Dude, that's gonna be huge, man. For sure. You could do like a little like listen party too. That'd be awesome, man. 
Um, so I guess that's... Oh, yeah. My... I'm, I've got some big stuff coming. Yeah, for sure. So you're, so this is where we're getting this yeah. next thing. It's like, well, you're also in a band. So I wanted to kind of ask, like, how did you... Did you get approached to be in it? Was it you and your group of friends? Have you guys always been jamming out together? And then you decided to come forward with the band? How, how did this really, like, come to fruition for you? Good question. So um, the band that I am in right now, I actually started with my best friend of 15 years. His name is Austin. Um, he's like extended family to me at this point. I know I'm with his family all the time. We actually had a Christmas party last night. Um, okay, okay. He and his, me, him and his family go camping every year. Like they're just part of, they're like an extension of my family at this point. He okay. plays guitar as well or an and bass. So I approached him and I said, Hey, I was thinking about starting this band. Even if it is just like a local thing or something we do for fun. I was thinking about starting this band. I know a drummer and I, I met a guitar player at, at my old barista job. So I, I used to barista at one coffee shop. I'm at a different one now. But the coffee shop that I was at before, we had this regular who would come in all the time and he, he played guitar. So I asked him if he wanted to play guitar and I hit up my drummer friend and we, we started, we got the band together. And uh, it's really kind of where the story begins and ends. It's really just like local connections and just, you know, having a friend that happens to also be a musician that I've known for so long. And it kind of came together quickly. And then... We've gone through a couple drummers since then, but you know, drummers just kind of come and go. One of my my most recent drummer, who was one of my best friends for a while, he moved to Oklahoma to get he got a much, much better job. So we are currently trying to replace the drummer, but other than that, the band is going well. Um, we're going through a rebrand at some point. Not okay. quite sure what that's going to be or when that's going to be, but we're thinking like just just let the holidays happen and then get back to work. You yeah. know, January first or second, figure out yeah where we're going to go with that. Um, yeah, because. So that's fun. And I'm also actually, oh, sorry, you go first. No, okay. I didn't want to, because if this is related, but uh, I was going to say, like, you guys have done what? Two live shows now, right? We've done a few. So we've done a couple private shows um, for um, for parties and stuff like that. Wow. We've done, I didn't know that. we did, we played, so we're still kind of new. So we're trying to figure out, like, where right. we want to, where but we want to go with it. So we, we played, um, we played this thing called Porch Fest up in Massachusetts. Mm. which was wildly successful for us it was our really first public show that we did um awesome. and it we had about 250 people just in the streets of somerville watching us play which was really somerville cool. too wow yeah it was really cool Shut up, um, somerville. That, so then we did what else did we do we did uh we played a couple bars and then we played uh for my dad's surprise party uh his 60th birthday we did uh, that wow. was our first ever show and then we've done a bunch of like writing in our own time and stuff like that so i'm trying to have the i'm not my album that's coming out is just me solo but i'm gonna have probably the guys play, play on the features on it as well yeah yeah, yeah. do it all i can't wait so, it's gonna be a lot of fun I can't and wait for what that. i was gonna say what i was gonna say yeah it's gonna be i'm super excited about it you'll definitely yeah. get a sneak peek at some of the oh yeah beforehand yes. um well that's what i was like, gonna say oh, oh yeah sorry no no you go you go you go. So, so i was just I'm gonna right. say also I'm also in a uh, punk band on the side with my with the oh, same okay. friend Austin and um, his sister's boyfriend Adam. We're called Spiral. We're super super brand new. That's not. I don't know if I'm able to say anything else about it right now. But, okay. but that's kind that's of fair, a, a fair. project we just started. You're in two bands. Okay, that's awesome. I think that's another thing too, Tristan. Is like like a lot of your videos on Instagram. Like for this album, like a lot of your videos are on Instagram. You're playing covers, so like not everyone has like seen you know you like going and running a single. And I think that's what's gonna make it like so exciting, especially for me because I think that the single you had up on your Instagram was one of the few ones you might have. So it will be like a good preview. And yeah, man. So I guess my next question would be like, 
out of the, your two bands, it could be either one. Like, do you got? Uh, it could be like one of your shows or bar, at the bar as your dad's birthday party. What, it, crazy story, maybe kind of insane. Maybe like I don't know, like interesting band story where you guys had to like do some quick like thing where you're like, oh, we need to get this guy quick, or like I don't know, maybe like some people are doing some song requests. I don't know. Just like, do you have like any interesting like band stories? I'd say that you could share that you can uh, share. Yeah, on the I podcast actually have a couple. Stuff. Share any one if you'd want. Uh, yeah, I should be able to share them. Okay. <laughs> I should be able to share some of these. I don't. I don't think any of them are too crazy. But um, it right, was right. one one negative story that I I have on my okay. solo gigs. Um, okay. that I'll start with because it's longer than the other ones. Right. Um, so I I was playing at this play. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna leave the name of the bar out of it just That's because right. out of respect, yeah. I don't want to burn any bridges. But there's this local bar in, uh, near me, and I had a show. I played a four hour set by myself, and there was this pregnant woman just hammering beers just all night for four straight hours and i'm like sitting there watching her i'm like it's like she's like eight months pregnant probably and i'm not assuming like i i have heard i was hearing her mention how she was pregnant and everyone mm-hmm. was talking about how she's gonna right. have the baby what it is so they it's were like, no it's like yeah. bar just like they just kept serving her and kept serving her and kept serving her and kept serving and i'm like i'm watching this i'm like i don't think i can play here again like i don't <laughs> like and then she she got so trash she like she she forgot like her her keys were right in front of her on the table or a purse she like walked away without it she came back to come get it because she remembered she forgot it and then she walked away without him again i'm like this is crazy i'm like this woman is eight months pregnant you're just she she, she probably spent 250 bucks on beer that night like i it's crazy crazy it's crazy like there was i i don't even that's just a guess i mean i don't know i would be Dude, I don't mean to cut you up, but like, if I'm just like there playing, bro, I would be so unfocused. Like, I couldn't be able to focus on the song because, like, I'm just seeing what I'm seeing. It's just like, holy heck! Like, you know what it's, I mean? Like, it was tough. It was tough because, like, I'm I'm watching this. I'm like, dude, she's plowed. Like, there's no like <laughs> two fifty is probably uh, it's probably up, up yeah, yeah higher than what the actual number was. But dude, she probably yeah. had twelve or thirteen probably up there. Yeah, in the span That's of four hours, in like, a bar. Just, especially pregnant. Like, yeah, I'm not crazy. like you know people can make the decisions they want for their own lives. I'm not the kind of a person that's like i'm gonna again i'm gonna tell people months. how to live their life you know what i mean but like yeah the bar the bar shouldn't have served her that much no I, mean, the like, bar should. I don't think legally you can deny service to uh right a woman. like banned, if you want one like, beer you can right. you can serve her one beer but i feel like you have as a bartender i, I have my bartending license Integrity. as well as a bartender you have oh the right to yeah so we we do uh coffee and uh, alcohol and stuff so as a bartender you have the right to refuse service if you feel like what you're serving them makes is like creating an unsafe scenario yeah you can do that yeah yeah when you're when you're eight months pregnant and you're serving them 12 beer like that's that's something like you're saying like if you were on the job like you would have been like all right woman like all right honey like slow it down a little bit you know i just feel like there's a way you can do it without like being like hey you're pregnant don't drink, nah, drink alcohol facts. there's a way that you but it's like you know i would have probably stopped serving her after i can't i th- i don't think like if i remember correctly legally i can't i have to serve her one because like being pregnant is not a reason to not serve because no, some people no. can drink when they're pregnant but there was there's like a there's like a loophole like if she's getting plowed at eight months pregnant and she can't even yeah, stand it up dude like you got to do something you can't just keep serving no, her. i understand yeah. like you want the money but so that was probably the craziest thing. And that, that is kind of crazy. Her friends were like trying to touch my equipment and stuff. That same. Oh, like, I like, can't with that. Oh no, dude. I. Oh no. Just like a PSA. Before I get to my next, my couple band stories. Quick PSA: If you're ever out and you're uh, you're watching a band perform live or 
musician perform live and you're at a bar. I don't care how drunk you are. Don't touch their shit, dude. Don't touch, dude. Just like that is Never. The, so the most expensive. Dis- the most like, disrespectful, like, what, what, the most disrespectful thing you can do to a musician. What makes people think that they can do that? It's just as anyone else's like, personal belongings, as any other personal belonging. You don't just touch anybody's stuff, and especially like if they're performing too. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's like, one it, thing if you like, hey, like I don't know if you would say yes or no to this, but I don't know if some dude came up. He's like, hey, can I just like hold your guitar? Like I'm a player too. I just want to feel it or something. But don't just go up and start like touching stuff. That's just no. Yeah, which that scenario that. has happened, but it's like I'm there watching him handle my guitar. Like I'm yeah. not like I'm, <laughs> I'm at this in this scenario. I'm like I'm on my break and I'm going to get food at the bar and I come back and some dudes touch him. I'm like, what? What are you doing? Oh, that's you crazy. have no right or well, reason to be up wild. there touching my shit. And he was like, oh, just I just wanted to. So man, I just wanted to see what kind oh, of guitar so you're rocking. I'm like, you could just ask me. You could come up and ask me. You don't have to come and un like. Wanted to see what kind of guitar you're rocking. I'm like, you could just ask me. You could come up and ask me. You don't have to come and un like without asking me to touch my stuff. Like, oh. what are you doing? So that's yeah. probably the wildest night I've ever had uh, at a bar. But then that. there's a. There's a couple other stories. Like one one request story was I we were playing at a bar and we were, we had a really good set with a bunch of different genres on it. And uh, normally we play a Taylor Swift song or two because she's popular. But this particular night I I hadn't yet, and I had played John Mayer. Okay. And okay. Um, after the John Mayer song, I got like five people screaming at me to play Taylor Swift because they were offended that I played John Mayer. <laughs> so I said, so I said, listen, listen, listen. Usually I play one Taylor Swift song. If I got time, I'll play it for you tonight. And then I played another. Uh, I played uh, Valerie. We played Valerie by uh, Amy Winehouse. I was like, I don't know if they were offended, but they were like one friend. No, one I of my friends was there, and I she was like, were. she was like, you playing John Mayer? You won't play Taylor Swift. I'm like, listen, like their music's music. Like I, I'm not here. Like I'm playing music. I'm not here picking a side between the John Mayer and Taylor Swift relationship to feud, right. whatever it was. But, but. You know, we kept getting shouted at, kept getting shouted at, kept getting shouted at. So I played, uh, I just ended up like, we just ended up ending a song and transitioning that song into Shake It Up by Taylor Swift. And the crowd went crazy, which was really fun. That was a lot of fun to do. Um, It's fun to play, even if I don't like the song, it's fun to play songs that people yeah, absolutely I'm sure it gets annoying though. Like when, crazy for. It can. I'm sure it gets annoying like, when there's he, like that 60 year old woman who keeps like requesting like eight different songs every five minutes. Like you kind of just have to let them go and do their thing. It's the same thing <laughs> with the DJ. You don't go up to a DJ and ask for, if you don't know them for a song request, you'd never do that. In my opinion. Like, listen, if, if you're going to ask for a song, I don't mind when people request songs from me, Okay, but okay. if you're going to ask for more than two, that's a I mean, I'm much. not trying to sound, I'm not trying to sound selfish or anything. If you're going to ask for more than two, you got to have tip money. Like yeah. I, I work hard. I work hard. I put 45, no, 50, I don't think that's hours of work yeah. in. I don't think it's you know, selfish. I put so much, I put so much work in for this. Like, you gotta, you gotta come at yeah. me with some tip money. Like, it's I would, just, I would, like, yeah. I can't do it. Well, that's the so, whole point of like you're supposed to. They should be tip. That's what you go to the bar for. Is, you know what I mean? To have, have, get some good live music, and I'm sure obviously it's not all for that because you enjoy doing it. But you know, he's you, you have these like live dudes who come in and it's like or women too, um, playing music and you know like give them a tip, bro. Like they're working there for hours while you're eating and drinking, like. Or even yeah, go up to them. Like I'll usually tip. I went to a uh, a Irish pub like bar this summer, and I think the guy was on the pipes or something. And I tipped him, gave him a nice tip because he was yeah. going crazy. Like I was going crazy. I had to. He was masterclassing. So, and what a lot of people tip. that 
that go to bars don't realize too. I always tip when I see musicians, but what a lot of people don't realize is like, like that hours you're seeing of them isn't that's not the only amount of time we're putting in. We're putting in like full time job hours worth of work into our into like perfecting each song, playing together. Like we, I, my band probably we we put a lot. Even me individually, I I I put a lot of time into it. So like you're 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 going to see musicians for four hours, but you know what you don't see is the behind the scenes amount of effort that they've put into give you that show and give you those songs and like interact with you and entertain for you. You know what I mean? They're entertaining. Like it takes a lot of effort and work and practice. And so when you go there and like, it feels like, I mean, I never ask for tips. Like I never demand tips. Like it's totally optional, no, but it, it's yeah. just, it makes musicians feel nice when like they're appreciated. appreciated. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So, on the on the tip thing, the last story I have for you is just some okay, dude okay. tipped us uh, at at summer when we were at Somerville. Some dude we played for four hours. We had two hundred fifty people. Band, some right? dude tipped us fifty euro. Yeah, my band. He tipped us fifty euro, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I, you want me to do with this. Fifty like, euro. What are you doing? Yeah, he like slipped in. A, I was like, he goes, you, because I will lift you guys a tip in there, and I was like, thanks, man. He goes. We were so we started like chatting, shooting the shit about like what we played and like kind of what kind of artists we liked. And he's like, "Oh, I left you a tip in there. It's right on top." And I look, it's a fifty euro bill. I'm like, I'm "Like, I don't feel like going to the bank and getting this exchange Dude, just to get like forty five bucks." Staring like, euros in Somerville, Massachusetts, let alone it, it anywhere. Was, like, the in that weirdest. Area. I think he was. It was the weirdest maybe. tip I've ever received. I mean, I don't to know. Be honest, I mean, it's, it's better than nothing. Like, at least he threw something in there, but. It's just kind of stupid because oh, we're yeah. in I'm, Somerville, I'm, Massachusetts. Let I'm alone appreciative United of the, the tip. I just like me personally. Yeah, me personally, like I just gave it to my bass player. I'm like, I'm not going to the bank <laughs> yes. to exchange this. Like, I don't feel uh, like doing that. Like, I just don't want to have the effort. I just want to have the money like that I can have here. So I just gave it to him and he ended up doing it and it was fine. But I was like, I was like, dude, like, I get it. Like, I appreciate the tip. I'm not like shitting on him or anything. Like, he was a really nice guy. I right. definitely right. I like having the it's conversation. Just off. It was just, yeah. it was just why. Like, I've never, I've never seen or heard of that before. Like, I was just weird. Like, I feel like people that are coming from Europe and stuff, like they don't, they're not pouring in. In Somerville, Mass. You know I mean? it. so it's just I like I feel it. like Boston, maybe New maybe, York, like, yeah, maybe, maybe, right. But like, more sense, but like but Somerville's weird. Somerville's a little bit outside, but. It's a little yeah, bit outside the just, city. It's like, yeah, what, like 30 out, 25 out? Yeah, city, it's 30 it's minutes. It's, but it's like, why would you be, if you're touring here from, it's, it's whatever. I mean, if you're visiting no, from yeah, Europe, it, it why doesn't would you be at Porch no, Fest? It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But, I think, I don't know what was going on. Did he like, did he have like an accent or did he sound like he was yeah. from this country? He sounded like he was from um, like Portugal. Okay, so we or so that, Spain, okay, maybe? That, well, that makes more sense, Tristan. I thought maybe this was just like some Joe Schmo down the street just giving you euros, but this guy was probably yeah. From, he's European. He's probably from Europe, so interesting. Yeah, he's no, he's definitely European. I think he was just, just like yeah. it was just weird to me that like he was at Porchfest. Like, where was he? You know what I mean? Unless he moved, unless he moved here, which oh, I didn't true, know. I didn't know his whole true. life story. But he was like, I'm not clowning the guy. I just no, no, nobody's yeah. clowning. It's just I just it's like it was just interesting. interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, those are like the three kind of craziest things that's happened. Like one of them was dude, crazy, and awesome. the other two were just kind of like fun. No, they're just interesting. But, yeah, yeah, man. Well, dude, thank you for sharing those for sure. And uh, um, so I guess uh, so we'll go into our next topic. Um, gotta have much time? Okay. So Tristan, so we used to be on a podcast together. We did podcasting. Actually, well, my second podcast ever was with you. Do so you have a new podcast? Do you want to maybe talk about that? You can promote it. 
Uh, I was gonna give you time to actually actually we'll wait till the end because I was gonna I want you to promote like everything, have an option to promote everything you want. So we'll get that to the end. But I okay. kind of said like, how has podcasting impacted you? Because I I mean I've talked about how like it impacts me in a sense where like I feel myself, I can come onto the mic and kind of escape and just have a great conversation and feel a little bit safe. How do you feel about podcasting now? Do you think it with the whole like how it's changed now like podcasting was different when we were doing this two three years ago guys i mean interested just before any really anyone else was doing it like you had your couple big podcasts like rogan uh what whoever else but there wasn't every single person every single like person had a podcast so uh, how is podcasting like how do you is it you think it really maybe not impact so much you kind of just a side thing how do you feel about podcasting do you say um i i like having it as an outlet because um for me, um, like I obviously watch a lot of sports. I listen to a lot of music. I play a lot of video games. I'm into a lot of different things in yeah, general. Yeah, you do have a lot of different and, hobbies. And podcasting is really good for that because I can I could have four or five different podcasts if I wanted about each specific topic, or I could have one podcast and talk about all those things. And it's cool because like I get to put my opinions out there for people to. I, I'm a big fan of like debating with people i never like mean it maliciously or anything i always i yeah, like having true. hearing other people's opinions and then like sharing gets, mine and i like yeah. hearing why people think things and me too. sometimes my takes are hot sometimes my takes are freezing cold sometimes my takes are good me sometimes too. they're bad like i like having what i think to be a pretty good take get shot down and then hearing why you know what i mean yeah so like you, you're actually re you like to hear both sides you don't you're not cynical right like you're not gonna only want to hear your side and then whatever the other person said automatically wrong like you you give the other i you that is so true like i will say you are you do do that i can confirm Co that correct i do i do always try to admit it when i feel like i'm wrong and if i'm not you wrong do. i feel like i i stand i i do have a thing when i don't if i feel like i'm not wrong i will, will die on my take and sometimes yeah, mac grave, sometimes man. it hasn't gone well but, die but on like, uh, my my, <laughs> my takes on mac jones have stuck so like i said i revised I revised no, my right. take on Josh Allen. I I, I used to, used I to hate on Josh I Allen. I revised my that. take. I like, know I, I deserved it because I was wrong. I was I wrong. Was, you know what I mean? I have no issue admitting I'm wrong, but that's what podcasting is great for is because. Yeah. And I was um, wrong. I, I think you're never going to win the Super Bowl every year, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's more of being a fan than it is. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's tough to, it's tough to, but that's the other thing Same about note. like talking about sports. It's tough to like, sometimes All it's right. tough to like remove your bias fully. Mm -hmm. Um, and when you're talking about it, but that's what I like about right. podcasting is like I like uh, I like having and putting my takes out there, having people interact with me about those takes. I like having my friends come on with me and talking. Like I miss our basketball podcast because I haven't talked about basketball with anybody since, and I I'm yeah, definitely like I got out of it since we stopped doing up and it. running. Yeah, since we stopped yeah. doing it, like I stopped watching basketball so much more or less. But like I'm I like it still, so yeah. I'm still down to do it. It's just. I haven't had much of an interest in because, like you said, I don't really talk to anybody about it. You know what I mean? It's more of a football and UFC is around what's around me now. So it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think it's it's impacted me because, like, I I I like doing like I've I've when we when I at the end when I shout out all my stuff that I'm doing, I'll talk about my Twitch endeavors a little bit. But um, I'm I've been kind of getting my toes into a bunch of different things and seeing what sticks. And podcasting's been a lot of fun for me because it's it's a it's a you know kind of a platform where you can talk about a lot of different things with a lot of different people that's what i'm saying and it's just so kind of just kind of have conversations you know like what we don't we don't do enough as i think a human race anymore is just have conversations with people i feel like it's all 
done over the phone and on the screens. And I, th- I think podcasting is a great platform to actually exactly. sit down and discuss things with people. And that's really cool to me because that's something that I like to do. Exactly. So exactly. That's kind of how it's impacted me. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll let you guys know. We might get that running. Maybe me and Tristan will come up with some other ideas. I have some ideas I'm going to pitch to you in the future, um, related to like your music stuff that we could implement. But I think. Uh, oh yeah. I think Always I think I like that. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm excited to share. But you know, I think uh, it's going to be fun, man. I'm, I'm telling you guys, like just wait there's gonna be a lot more content and uh dude thank you for coming on man this was really good uh i think you gave a really good insight about like your music career so far and kind of about it and like i also yeah just thank you for your time man it means a lot yeah man thanks for having me i i love being here you know it's always a good time having conversations with you my man um likewise you know, really good time it's a lot of fun i like this pod too it's it a lot of, talks about thank a lot you. of different topics so it's thank cool you, man. that means a lot thank you man and uh any uh i'm giving you the floor for you right now to plug anything you want so you have the floor all righty man i'm gonna put my twitch in your uh in the twi- in the chat here if you wanted to okay. like pin yeah, it to like the, well, the description yeah, so, of the episode or something because yeah, it's, it's a little I'll bit do. confusing yeah, um you can find me over on twitch at uh twitch.tv slash Cadis that's spelled K-A-E-T-C-E um, I'm also on Instagram Tristan Ethier underscore music um, that's where all my covers and stuff and all my music endeavors will be posted you can um, find my punk band at on Instagram at the band Spiral um, I'll put I can just type that all yeah, out yeah it will all be in the description as well guys to links so you can access them pretty easily and then if you want to find my other band, um, my other band is linked in my personal Instagram, but it's at Ravine Band. And that will be where you can find me there. And then otherwise, you know, all my other stuff, if you find my Twitch, my Twitter for my Twitch, my YouTube for my, my gaming stuff is all on my uh, Twitch page. And then everything else for music endeavors is on my my Instagram, my, my personal Instagram. So that's where you can find me. That's what I'm up to. Um, my Twitch is super new, so I would appreciate a follow over on the Twitch if you guys are interested interested in stuff Go like follow. that. Um, otherwise, follow, otherwise, Will, thanks. Yeah, man, thanks for having me on. Of course, man. That's great. That's great, man. I appreciate it. And uh, keep it up with the music, man. I'm excited to see uh, what the future holds for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Tristan. Well, you have a great rest of your night, man. You as well, man. You as well. We will Go see Seahawks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes sir go Seahawks and we will see you guys in the next episode peace